now we've got Kanye Pupuma in studio with us. I'm very glad to have this young man over here. So he is a brewer and he has started something called Joaha Beer. Kanye, it's great to have you. Good evening. Good evening, Loveland. It's nice to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for joining us. So this guy has a very interesting story. This guy was a quantity surveyor or studied quantity surveying and then decided to go into crafting beer. Now, I don't drink beer at all because firstly, it makes me feel bloated. And secondly, I just don't understand beer. So my question to you firstly is how? How did you move over from quantity surveying to craft beer? Craft beer. Did you go to varsity or Nila? What was your plan? <laughs> no, the plan was never to be in craft in the craft beer industry. But um, what I can say is that it came purely by chance. Uh, it came when I had my first craft beer at Beer House, and that's when, when into our corner, um, I realized, well, there's other, there's other good. There's like an alternative to SAB beer, which didn't sit well with me, just like the same way you had problems with <laughs> commercial beer. So that's when in that corner, the light bulb moment came about. Well, actually, hmm, I should, I should like, you know, look into this and see if I could make beer for myself, not necessarily as a business, but just beer as a home brewer, just to make beer for myself and my friends. So, so what's the difference? I don't even know what the difference is. What is the difference between normal beer and craft beer? Yeah, this is like a... Technical question. Every, not so technical, <laughs> but it's a, there's a, like a long roundabout way of explaining it. But I'll try to be as... Summarized version. Yeah, to summarize <laughs> everything. But basically, the difference between craft beer and um, commercial beer is that the other one is mass produced and it's purely made through like machinery and automated systems, which is like your SAB stuff. Um, craft beer is, is more like an artisan product where it's like very small and boutique it's handmade it's handcrafted and it comes in very small batches you know so that element of you know inconsistency where not every batch is the same you know it, it's that's what makes it the like the craft element of it is like you use very like raw ingredients um you know the the small quantities of it the more kind of the quality of the beer is way more that's what makes the difference between craft beer and commercial product. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. And so tell me, I mean, you said that you, you attended a crafting event somewhere. So tell us about that. Where did you attend this crafting class? I mean, it's such a foreign world for me. I literally, I don't even know what you're talking about. So tell us about that, how you actually started crafting your own beer. So what happened was like back in 2012, that's when I had my craft beer at Beer House. Okay. Um, and that's when I was just like, oh, this is so awesome. You know, let me, let, let me look into it and see like, you know, if I could make my own beer. I didn't know that you could, you know, you can get a business out of, out of making beer, but I just wanted to make beer for myself at home. Um, and that's when I enrolled into like a, a craft beer workshop at Beer Guevara, which is like a small little um, craft beer supply store in mm. Woods, in, in Salt River, um, and that, after that, the rest is history. You know, I learned how to make beer for myself, and after making a couple of batches, I was just like, you know, I'm I'm actually quite good at this. You know, <laughs> some fr some friends tried out my beer, some like family members tried out my beer, and everybody was just like, this is awesome. You know, um, you should take forward. You should take this forward. Mm. So yeah, that's that's my like you know story in a summary. Mm. Um, yeah. 
And 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 so I mean the the world of of beer crafting is is obviously it's very specific, right? It's very much associated, I suppose, a bit with hipster culture. It's also perhaps a more um, you know white dominated industry. So for you as a young black man coming into this space, what are some of the challenges that you experienced? What were some of the you know things or barriers that you needed to break through in order to to get to the point that you're at now? Um, to be honest, I didn't really encounter any major challenges. As in, aside from the fact that I'm a I'm a young I'm a young individual, and um, that's something that I'm sure every young entrepreneur kind of um, that's a challenge that every mm. young entrepreneur comes across of not being taken seriously as mm. um, as a you know a real business person. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, coming into the craft beer space, um, I didn't come in to compete with all the other existing craft beers. I came in with my whole kind of different angle of making a product for you know um, black South Africans, mm. a product that's going to truly represent us as um, as a as a nation and something that we could truly be proud of when we drink it. And it's not just like something that's really marketed to us in such a way that you know. We drink it just purely because, based based on the fact that we've seen it on TV and mm. it looks cool. Mm. Um, so I wanted I wanted a product that people that could like really relate to, and that's whole that's where the whole clan name thing came about. Where I was yes. just like, you know, what what do I really like identify with? And that was like when I came up, but yo, okay, when when I be, when when I like I see anything that's related to my clan name. Mm. You know, I get really I get really like touched, and um, I get super proud about it. Whether it's a clothing item. Um, or a beverage, mm. and that's when Utwaka came about. Um, but Utwaka is just one of my products, by the way. So, okay, um, the name of my brewery is Ekaya, Ekaya Brewery, and Utwaka is the initial product that I made. And of course, it's because I'm a Drakha as well. <laughs> so, Nakala Apo. Um, mm. but yeah, I've got I've got two beers out, then the other one, Utlamin. Okay. Yeah. Very moment. cool. Very cool. Yeah, so I'm going to be adding a bunch of other clan names as well as my product range increases. Very, very cool. I think that's very, very cool that you do that. I think there's there's something to be said about being able to take something that you that you enjoy and that you're passionate about and connect that and link link that to to something about your own identity as an individual. So out of interest, can I ask you about Uzutute? <laughs> Can you do it? Like, I find it fascinating. So just as a side note, I mean, I know we're talking about craft beer, but so my family is obviously Nigerian. Yeah. So um, in Nigeria, we don't have the same thing where umdia's tuta, the way that, you know, black South Africans are able to do it. So I would have a clan name, which is Okwarekenwade, and that's it. Mm. But there's no, like, long thing to do, and, you know, everyone gets excited. But I'm, I, would you mind tutoring yourself? Or is that, like, not allowed on radio no, no, station? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, well, yes. I'll just stop right there for now. I like it. Very, <laughs> very cool. Um, and yeah, that's really, really cool. I really like that. Um, so tell me though, so you, you've set up now your business, you've got Uchwaha, you've got Utlamine as your peers. Is there a distinctive taste or a distinctive, um, you, like something that differentiates the two of them from each other, or is it just different names, different bottles? Um, no, definitely there is a distinctive taste. Mm-hmm. Um, each recipe is built around the personality, the general personality of the clan. So, you know, starting from Udraka, when I came up with the the personality, I mean, the the, the recipe for the Draka beer, mm. um, I was looking for, a, I was making a beer that's going to be very strong, a very strong, a, a, a beer that really represents strength. 
you know, um, as Ojo strong. I love this guy. <laughs> so that's how the recipe came about. So as in. It's unfortunate I didn't bring along some some beers to yeah, taste. Yeah, and right I don't now. know how they let you into the <laughs> studio without bringing beers for us. But continue. <laughs> yeah, but so Udrak has a very like kind of dark lager. It's very um, uh, strong as well. It's a six percent lager. Mm. Um, it's quite kind of it's kind of um, very, it's very malty as well. So it's it's something that's when you drink it, it's very it's like drinking beer for the first time. Mm. Well, but it's so different to what. We've been fed into the market as as a typical lager, mm. but like there's a whole range of different different kind of beers, and that's what that's the angle that I talk about. Each beer must have its own personality. Mm. It mustn't just be a name mm. or Drakha. It must truly represent the Drakha people in its in its branding and in, and how it tastes. And the same thing with Utlamin, um, which is my royal ale, and the Jengo Buazika Utlamin Gabantaba Bazingosi, you know, mm. the royalty in here. <laughs> in in the in the in the African sense. Okay, cool. So so we've got a question here um, that says, "Ask Kanye whether he prefers ale or lager and why." Um, you know, it's it's, it's very hard to choose. One by time to which which is my favorite beer, and uh, it depends on the occasion. You know, it, whether it's is it hot, is it cold, am I eating? What kind of food am I eating? So. Just depending on 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 what I'm why I'm having the beer, um, I'll pick I'll pick the beer accordingly. So I can't really say which one is my favorite, but the ale I'll prefer the, the lighter beer on a you know chill session or like on a summer's day versus you know the the heavy six percent lager on a nice winter cold evening organya if I'm having like quite like a, some spicy food and stuff like that. So I, I need to um, embarrass myself here because Mina, I don't even know the difference between lager and ale. That's how bad my my beer knowledge is. Um, please don't hate me, South Africa. So t- specifically, what would the difference be? So I'm assuming the ale is a lighter one, and then beer lager is heavy or something. No, no, no. As in, you can have a light lager, you can have a heavy lager. Ah, uh, okay, and, cool. And, and vice versa. Um, but the difference between a lager and the ale is it's purely just because it's on the the brewing process okay. or let me just say the fermentation process. Mm. So there's a there's a, there's different kinds of yeast that you use for the ale and the lager that will determine which kind of beer it is. Um, also, like the the fermentation process, the fermentation um, temperature also differentiates the beers as well. So that's like just like a basic um, explanation of the two mm. different kinds of. Mm. Brewing styles. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So tell us then. So in terms of, I mean, if I want to find Udwaha or Utlamini, where can I find it? If I decide, but I want it for my six pack party this weekend. Um. It well, it totally depends on where you stay. But the clo- in, in the CBD, we've got Rulan Liquors, who stocks all our beers. We've got um, Tops, which is on Tops Kloof Street, okay. Tops Arbs, um, depending how far south you stay. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got um, what's this place in 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 Claremont, Liquor City, Liquor City in Claremont. We've got our beers at Sticky Fingers, Mojito Cafe on Long Street, Judah okay. Bar. So it is relatively accessible. Yeah, no, it's relatively accessible. In mm. the like, you know, the closer you are to town, the more accessible it is. And can we get it in Johannesburg, in Pretoria, anywhere in Gauteng? Um, we we like working on um. On expanding out to Joburg and hopefully nationally right now, 
So that's in our plans for next year as okay. well. So not yet, but we are in the plans of getting up you there. You better do that quickly because people are asking here whether they can find Ujwaka in Josie or, or Pretoria. But, I mean, tell me, so what does that kind of expansion process really entail? Do you have to have some sort of a license, you know, to to operate this kind of... No, definitely. Yeah. You mm. have to have a, you know, um, a micro manufacturing license to make beer. Um, but at the moment, I'm contract brewing through existing breweries as well. So I'm um, currently brewing at Stone Circle in Cape Town and um, in the process of kind of setting up my own brewery now up in Joburg. Um, but that's in the plans for next year. And that will be like a, a massive plant that will cater for the entire country and mm. hopefully the world as well. <laughs> and and tell me though, just out of interest, what did your parents and your family say when you said, mom, dad, quantity surveying has been great, but craft beer is better? <laughs> like, what? how did they respond to that? It's <laughs> funny story is that because um, my, my family was very against like drinking and stuff like that. Not until I came up, I came home with a beer called the Joachim. They were like, I kept a number. You are now allowed to drink, and we fully we fully support you on your endeavors and stuff like that. But um, yeah, they were very supportive on my, you know, um, brewery business, mm. and um, yeah, they've been helping me along the way and stuff like that, and be very being very supportive with my. Uh, my entrepreneurial adventures. Yeah. yeah. And and tell me, is this something that you've been doing by yourself or have you got a team of people or other, you know, co-founders or individuals that have assisted you in the process? I'm just thinking because, well, in my mind, just also because this is such a foreign concept to me, I don't know, I, I'm not entirely sure where I would have began. So I'm sure you'd have needed some sort of um, additional support, mentorship, but also just hands on the ground to really help you put your name out there and, and get the whole thing going. Yeah, you're the list is so long of mm. like the people that have helped me along and um, you know, mentored me, guided me throughout the way. Um I am a hundred percent owner of my company. You know, I'm the the main guy behind the brand. But a whole I've got a whole bunch of people who help me out, you know, from the from Stone Circle, the guys that I brew with, to people that like help me out with marketing and stuff like that um and pr and all the guys that stock my beer as well it's like it's just like an extension of what i'm doing and stuff like that so it's an yeah it's an it's a very long list of people that i've mm. been working with and been and it continues to grow as yeah. you know as i make new friends in the industry sure can you we we're almost reaching the the end of our interview but just tell me if we want to support you, what's the best way for us to support you? Because I see there's some superbulous challenge, something running on the internet. You know, how can we put your name out there? How do we support you? How do we ensure that we are 100% behind you? Oh, yes. Yeah, please, guys, please vote on Superbulous. I'm on the Superbulous 100, um, which is like a, a top 100 game-changing individuals in this space. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently number nine, I think. Yeah, so guys, please vote for me. <laughs> I need to, to win. I need to win Superbulist. Um and also just um, like and follow me on social media and stuff, which is at Ekaya Brewery on all social media platforms. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.